to the Toys R Us Report, a weekly journey into the life of a guy who spends more time in the toy section than the kid who hangs the figures from the pegs. Your host, Icy Robots. All right, greetings Earth people. I am from Jupiter. It's me again, Icy Robots, here for another exciting edition of the Toys R Us Report. I'm not a hero. I just sacrifice a little bit to make your life a lot better. Sadly, though, this week it's only going to be a little better. We have an abridged version of the Toys R Us report, and that means we're going to cut it short. Overall, though, your life will be getting a lot better because the day the show drops, this day right now, if you're listening to it when it's freshly minted, today is Christmas Eve, the day before the greatest day of the year, Christmas. The day where you open your present, the day you're with your family, the day you're sitting around listening to last week's edition of the Toys R Us Report, which was a remastered version of the IC Robots Christmas Special from the year 2013, many eons ago. If you have not played that, I would recommend you play it now. Well, play it as soon as this is over. Just go back a little bit. Download it, sit your family around, light up the Yule log, start busting into your one presence. That how it, that's how it always was when I was younger. On Christmas Eve, you were allowed to open one gift. So take that time, open the one gift now, play the special as soon as this is over. I don't even want to jump past this. I have no idea why I'm promoting something that's already out. I feel it maybe is a little unappreciated because, well... I don't want to say unappreciated. I feel as if it's appreciated enough. I just want you to have as much fun as you possibly can on this special day. And I believe that listening to this show will aid that. So, with that said, let's get this edition started. Toys R Us Report, episode number 14, for the week of December 24th, 2014. Let's get started. Hey, this is Michael Bell. The voice of Duke on G.I. Joe, and you're listening to the Toys R Us Report. Yo, Joe! Have you seen these things that are like a combination of a grape and an apple? I had not. I don't believe this is a new thing, though I was at the grocery store with my wife the other week, and I saw a three-pack of these weird grape apples. I believe they are called grapples. I was... I was really taken, so I said, let's get one of these, and I, you know, I brought it home, and I sat it with my other apples, and I was waiting to dig into them when I went to grab them a moment ago and noticed the bag is empty. I asked my wife, I go, hey, where are my grapples? I did not even get to taste the mysterious taste of the grapple, and now they are all gone, and she told me, oh, well, I see Robots Jr., your daughter ate them, and I said, what? She doesn't eat a lot of fruit. She is a youth, and she does not eat as much fruit as she should. And I was surprised that she ate the grapple, even though I should not have been too surprised, because she does have a taste for, let's just say, rare, expensive-style fruits, as opposed to run-of-the-day bananas and orange-style fruits. 
I don't want to make it seem like I am complaining about her eating the fruit, even though I am complaining about her eating the fruit. It is more a uh, observation on the style of fruits that she eats. For example, I bought a couple pomegranates and they were gone within a day. I don't even know how she knows what a pomegranate is. She was in it before you knew it. They were gone. The grapples are gone. Uh, I bought some Rainier cherries. Gone. It's weird. I don't know how she can tell that these are the better fruits. I don't know what makes her turn her back when I buy cuties or sun-kissed oranges or golden delicious apples, which are all awesome fruits. I don't know why she turns her back on these fruits and digs right into the rare, valuable pomegranate or the grapple or, like I said, the rainier cherries. Maybe... Maybe uh, she is just smart. Maybe she's just smarter than me and can see through these other fruits as being mediocre and only wants to dig into the fruits that are spectacular. In which case, I mean, in any case, we all have taste and more power to her. This is just a little observation that I had uh, and thought that I would come and share with you, even though I... I honestly can't imagine why you would give a flip about any of this. I'm going to move on to the toys. We're going to cut it short. We're going to skip the movie review. And we're going to move right into the Retro Toy Roundup. Take it away. And now, the Retro Toy Roundup. Stompers by Shaper Toys. All right, here we go. Welcome to the Retro Toy Roundup. The Retro Toy Roundup is the portion of the show where we take a very hard look at a retro toy from the past. I guess if it's from the past, it's automatically a retro toy. So what I'm saying is we take a closer look at a toy from the days of yore. The days of our youth, the good old days, as we like to say. Anyway, this week we're going to take a look at Stompers by Shoffer Toys. When I was in the fourth grade, there was a super brief but super intense stomper fad. It was like all-encompassing. Everybody was all about the stompers. But it only went on for maybe a month or so, which might seem like a long time. And I guess it is a large portion of the school year. Still, though, that's not a long time for a toy to be popular. The main draw of the stompers is, well, what everybody would do when they played with them is they would make these little mazes and whatnot in the sawdust that surrounded the play structure. You would make ramps and mazes and tunnels, and you would just have your stompers stomp all over them. And that was fun for a few minutes, but it wasn't the kind of thing where you had a lot of long-lasting play value. So people quickly moved into dissembling the stompers. They had a motor inside, obviously, because they were powered by batteries, but they had a motor that would power the wheels that you could remove and still keep attached to the battery. And what everybody would do, and this is really weird when I think about it in retrospect, what everybody would do is they would use, they would take the tires off. So you were just had the, the drive shaft or whatever you call it. And you would use it to carve little designs into your fingernail. I know it sounds really weird. It's almost like a prison sort of thing, but people really got into it. They would make the most intricate little things you've ever seen, and you would be judged, not really that much judged, but you would be judged a little bit by how cool of a thing you had on your thumbnail. Yeah. I know, it's all really weird. So let's just take a second, let's take a little break, listen to a Stomper commercial and ruminate on the 4th grade Northern California jailhouse Stomper fingernail carving fad of what was like 1981. 
Stomper Fun by Fours with raw power to tackle just about anything you throw their way. And come four-wheel driving back for more. And more. Battery not included. Change tires and tackle the tough outdoors. Headlights blazing the way. Wheels turning and churning. Pulling you up to the action. Stomper Fun by Fours. First in four-wheel fun. Each sold separately from Chopper. Okay, first thing is first, let's answer the question, what is a Stomper? A Stomper is a miniature truck driven by one AA battery that powered both axles, giving it a 4x4-like drive. Once you got a Stomper in motion, nothing could stop them. They would go over hills, they could go through tunnels, they would go up ramps, they could do anything. They would literally stomp over anything that was in their path. Stompers were initially released by Shopper Toys in 1980. The very first set they came with right off the jump street was five different vehicles. Two Chevys, a Dodge, a Ford, and a Jeep. The first set of Stompers had really whack foam tires. If you took them outside, they would really deteriorate, especially if you got them wet. Later in, I believe, the second series, they replaced them with rubber tires, but you also were given the foam tires, so you could interchange them if you happened to want to go play outside, which I don't see how you could not have wanted to. I mean, especially considering that they were like stompers built outdoor tough to uh, overcome the elements and to crush anything that stands in its path. You know, forgive that voice. That was just what I'm... That's what I'm feeling right now because it seems weird that you wouldn't want to take your stompers outside. So it's a little weird that they didn't have rubber tires right from the jump street. So good one on you there, Shoffer Toys. So besides rubber tires, 1981 also brought five new stomper vehicles, a Chevy and a Jeep. And for the first time, they included foreign car manufacturers, Subaru, Toyota, and Datsun. 1981 also brought the first spin-off line from Stomper, the Stomper SSC or Stomper Supercycles. They were on a totally different scale than the Stompers. They were a lot larger. They were maybe twice the size of the trucks, which makes them, you know, gigantic by scale. And they weren't battery powered. They had those plastic serrated pull cords. You know what I'm talking about? You would stick it in under the tire and jack it out really quick and they would just go shooting off. This was a really neat toy. I remember having these and I also remember having the deluxe loop-de-loop playset. They made two or three different playsets for the SSC, but the loop-de-loop one was my favorite. You would get the vehicle, put it on the track, pull the ripcord, and it would go, shoot down the thing, do a loop-de-loop, and come out the other side. And you could also set up ramps and things for it to jump over after the loop-de-loop. Really, really neat toy. I remember playing with that one for years. Let's take a quick break, listen to a Stomper SSC commercial, and we will be right back in a moment, or as they say in Espanol, un momento. Stomper SSC Supercycles. Cycles with the speed you power with a quick pull of the ripcord. You can race them with a friend. Or you can set up your own action stunt course, indoors or out. The Stomper SSC Supercycles are cycles with speed. Stomper SSC Supercycles, available in six models, each sold separately from Shopper. Here's a little interesting piece of trivia on Stompers. Stompers were invented by Adolf Eddie Goldfarb, who also invented Battletops and the game Kerplunk. I think you know that game. It's the one you have marbles and sticks, and there's like a tube, and you have the marbles on top, and you pull out sticks, and you try to avoid having the marbles fall to the bottom. 
It was pretty fun. It's a fun game. You've probably played Kerplunk in your life. Mr. Goldfarb was inducted into the Toy Hall of Fame in 2003, rightfully so. Moving into 1982 saw Stompers expand the line into Fun by Fours, which were... They were like hot rod style vehicles. For example, they made a 1956 Chevy Nomad and also a VW Baja Bug. That is one of my personal favorites. I kind of like VW Bugs, even though I wouldn't want to own one and I don't really like driving in them. They're still really neat to look at. Schaffer also introduced something that year called Work by Fours, which were obviously work trucks. For example, tow trucks or wreckers, and they had the normal four-wheel drive gimmick, but they also had, you know, construction-type implements in the back of the vehicle. So moving into 1983, saw Series 2, which was the final series of Stompers by Schaffer Toys. Okay, let's take a little break and listen to our third and final Stomper commercials. All right, cue it up. Here we go. Stomper 4x4s. Working lights, detailed design, and four-wheel drive. Battery for each not included. There are four models. The Chevy Blazer, the Dodge Warlock, the Jeep Honcho, or the Ford Bronco. With battery-powered four-wheel drive, you can tackle almost any hill, almost any surface, because four-wheel drive provides power. Stomper 4x4s with headlights, each sold separately or available in sets from Shopper. Hey, this is Aaron. And this is Paul. And we're from the Retro Obscura podcast, and you're listening to the Toys R Us Report. I don't want to grow up. Your number one show for toys. You blew it. Oh, well, forget you. 1983 also saw the introduction of a new feature to Stompers. A new feature that was really cool. It was called the freewheeling mode. And what it was was a switch that disengaged the wheels from the motor and allowed you to roll them back and forth, you know, like a Hot Wheels or a Matchbox car. That was cool because... It seemed like back in the day, it was always hard to get a hold of batteries. It was really hard to convince your parents to go out and buy batteries for you. I feel the same way as an adult. My daughter is always asking for various double A's or triple A's, and I don't want to go get them all the time. So it was neat that the Stomper would allow you they to play with it, even all if you new have all fancy batteries line around of the house. Stompers that was called the Authentics. They had extra chrome and extra details, but they did still keep around the original Stomper line as a kind of cost-conscious measure. They actually advertised it that way, like you can get the Authentics or you can get, you know. The other Stompers, the regular Stompers. And that never worked on me because I was happy with Stompers in the first place. And, I, you know, I'm not a car guy. I'm not one of those dudes who's all into, you know, the chrome and the rims or whatever. So I never needed the details, even as a kid. Sadly, Shoffer Toys went out of business in 1983, and they passed the toy uh, license along to Tyco. And really... That's where our story ends. We're Shopper fans. We're Series 1, Series 2, Keeping It Real, Original Stomper fans. So we're going to cut it there and take a look at some current market prices. Now, if you head on over to eBay, you can get a random loose Stomper for $2, 3 4 5 $6 maybe, depending on shipping. If you want to get one on the card, it's going to cost, I don't know, it's going to cost maybe $25, $30. And some of the play sets range into the $100, $200 range especially the original ones from Shoffer Toys. All right, kids, we got to get out of here. The Christmas special was long, and that put us into serious time constraints on our web hosting. So without further ado, I'm going to hit the hills. Make sure to get your Toys for Tots things in there. Make sure to check us out on Facebook at facebook.com backslash icrobots, on Twitter 
at Icy Robots over at the Retro Junkies, also at the Throwback Network. This is me, Icy Robots, signing off. If you don't know, now you know. <laughs> <laughs>